0: You're listening to a podcast about images and the artists who make them. Brought to you by the 2023 edition of Momenta Biennale de l'Image, curated by Ji Yunhan. Entitled Masquerades Drawn to Metamorphosis, the 18th edition of Momenta Biennale de l'Image presents 23 artists whose projects activate processes of transformation, mimicry, and mutation. Its goal is to shed light on the dynamics of visibility and invisibility, defining the relationships between self and other, between humans and our environment. I'm your host, Montreal artist and filmmaker Jamie Ross, and I'm meeting up with the artists showing work at this edition of Momenta for generous moments of conversation. Je suis votre animateur, artist et vidéaste, Jamie Ross. Je rencontre des artistes faisant partie de cette édition de momenta pour des conversations enrichissantes. Les entretiens seront en français ainsi qu'en anglais. I love artists. I love having the opportunity to sit with other artists about the work we make, and to look at it with rigor, with curiosity and with delight. I'm interested in the messiness and the irregularity of communication, and I believe in the singular energy that is engendered by the places that inspire artwork not just our studios, galleries, or the museums where they're shown. I'm interested in the resonance of a site and the objects that accompany each artist in their practice. For this series, I join Momenta artists for an encounter at a site of their choice to hear about their process and to think about the questions their work asks. And I'm also fascinated by the paradox that is artists working with images sharing their work in a decidedly non-visual medium that of a conversation, a podcast. It was early September, the day before the grand opening of Momenta, and a heat wave had descended over the island. The Virage Sonor production crew and the artist and photographer Mike Patton climbed into my hot little car and pointed it towards the Mercia Bridge to interview the artist Lindsay Galaronde, who invited us to Kahnawake to talk performance, homecoming, fish, and the water. I was feeling wistful, the series was coming to an end, and as soon as we arrived at the Canoe Club, where Lindsay spent a lot of her childhood, I was riveted, enjoy. At the sound of the bell, we begin the spell.
1: It's my first um, sort of exhibition here Mm. in my territory, right? Like, it's, it's really huge. Yeah, it's uh, sort of coming full circle in a lot of ways. I, I left my community 20 years ago. You know, I was um, 20 years old. I used to work here at the Kunu club, And this is why Ooh. it's so essential, because the uh, the work that I created for Momenta, the one that I think I'll talk about is the Sturgeon Woman Rising. Mm. And so the trajectory of, like, you know, the, its creation is really about coming home. Like, mm. I live in Victoria, B.C but I'm also like really connected to this place. Mm -hmm. Everything that sort of fuels my creativity or inspiration, um, you know, is really spiritual. Mm. Everything lives in the spiritual space prior to it being manifested into the earthly plane. So, Mm. you know, when I encompass, you know, what is my spirituality? You know, it's it's really about exploring who we are. Mm. Who are we? Why are we here? What does the world need? Um, What do I need? What Mm. do I need to say? Uh, What's important? What's relevant? Um, Where can I create, like, uh, contradiction, conflict, Mm, tension? mm. And in my practice, you know, in the last five years, essentially, I've been uh, really looking through storytelling Mm. and, and embodiment. So this piece, Sturgeon Woman Rising, it just sort of came to me because I was trying to connect uh to come home i've been trying to come home mm. for a couple of years now but like it's been, yeah because it's hard you know i have kids out there and i have a family i've lived on the island 16 years but there's a huge calling right mm-hmm. there's a calling back uh home but what's my place here mm. I, don't, I haven't lived here in almost 20 years mm-hmm, you know mm. where do i belong what's the arts and culture landscape here in my community mm-hmm uh where is my community at in terms of valuing the arts Mm. you know and so you know walking gently around these um new identity formations Mm -hmm. because every time i come back you know i feel like i'm still raising myself up since i was 20. you Mm. know i had to come back in 21 22 23 Mm. and so there's almost like this east coast west coast um living or living through or being inspired by. Mm. And then I thought about the sturgeon, you know, the sturgeon came to me and I was like, wow, this sturgeon is like, it's a, it's a dinosaur it hasn't evolved in over 2 million years.
0: Mm. And you can see that too. when you look at their I spines know. and when you look at like the way that yeah they just have a different they have different like shape, mm-hmm. fleshiness. Yeah, like...
1: exactly, like alligators and crocodiles. You yeah, they tell. look
0: ancient. They're
1: ancient, exactly. So like this idea of ancient, right? Going mm. back into ancient knowledge, ancient wisdom, um, ancient relationships mm. to how we engage with land and water. And so the sturgeon became uh, a vessel Mm. and a holder of history. Mm. Because when I think of this place in terms of development, 500 years of colonization. Yeah. The seaway. Exactly. The seaway development project Um, in their full maturation. They could live to like, I think, like 80, 90 years.
0: Sturgeon can. Yes.
1: What? Yes. The great grandmother, the mother. It's like maybe four generations, five generations of fish held our history so I think oh, I was so interested I was thinking about like wow it's like if anybody knows and have witnessed and uh-huh. have seen the change to, from the water perspective. from the water perspective it was the sturgeon <laughs> it's gonna be my first performance in uh, Montreal to dance sturgeon woman rising so mm. it's the story of paralleling sky woman coming down, but it's sturgeon woman coming down from the consciousness. Hmm. And then she drops into the sturgeon egg and then she births herself into a baby sturgeon and then she develops into a full maturing sturgeon. Uh. And then she abandons her sturgeon body and she turns into a woman. Okay. And so the woman becomes the speaker on behalf of the sturgeon's experience uh. in the water. And so some of my research, so I contacted the environmental um, place here in Kahnawake and sent me like PDFs and documents about uh, the St. Lawrence uh, sturgeon and just started to research about different impacts. And primarily um, my research, it's like they they have a really hard time to come to full maturation because they've they've been overfished. And I don't don't think they're on the extinct list anymore, but they were at some point being overfished for their caviar. Oh,
0: that's beluga caviar. The caviar. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so um, lack of oxygen and they're spawning eggs due to all of the locks that are up and down the seaway. And then uh, impacts of aluminum, I think, in terms of the heavy metals. It's aluminum, lack of oxygen, and the dams. The dams. So I had to take Take all of those um, barriers to the sturgeon and then the woman. Tells the story for the sturgeon. Because sturgeon can't come up and be like, hey, can you not, uh, you know, uh, can you stop doing what you're doing? We need our natural biodiversity down here, you know, and so. They depend on you to do that. Exactly, and us to do that. Yeah. We have to be advocates for the trees. Mm-hmm. We have to be advocates for the water, right? We have to. That is our actual our role. Our role, mm-hmm. our role as human responsibility, mm-hmm. accountability. And those are some some of the ways in which that have been lost and Mm. disembodied through, you know, cultural materialism, Mm -hmm. you know, consumerism and just the ways in which colonization has really shifted uh, ideas of family, Mm. uh, identity, so much migration, people have changed and flee different countries. It's like, you know, we live in a global world. We could live in such a small, I could live in a small town, but, you know, there's also a global Mm. picture as well because... This disembodiment this and this lack of connection is worldwide, but there are many people that are continuing to advocate for, their, you know, the natural world, mm. and so Sturgeon Woman Rising is really about kinship mm. and reestablishing those relationships um, to the fish because prior to the seaway development you know people fished along the river every mm. day that's what they did they fished we we're part of an economy mm. you know and so although i'm not out there on the boat fishing how can i what what i have and what i know today how can i engage in relation mm. right with the fish with the fish and it's and it's more than just the fish it's also like the water uh so monday i went to flat rocks cuz when we were kids we we used to paddle and you take the, your canoe and then you go under the bridge there and then you paddle all along up the seaway and then there's docks. You put your canoe you can on swim the dock off. and then you walk. It's called the north wall. That, that wall that divides the flowing river to the seaway is called the north wall. And then we cross the north wall and then that's how we swam. And that's how we engage in the river. Whereas mm. my mother, she engaged in the seaway my grandmother. Mm. She's still alive. She's 86 years old. She grew up swimming in the river. Mm. And so when we think about those intergenerational changes, you know, uh, the disconnection of really knowing what I've lost, right? We've lost. And so finding ways to reconnect again, because mm. although that landscape has changed or people have changed, uh, it's it still is a choice, mm-hmm. You know, we have people in our community that they're like, you know, they took our river. They took our river. Yes, they did. However, it's right there. Go, go to the river. Go to the river. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I. Like the barriers are
0: not insurmountable.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I have a couple of questions. Sure. Okay. So I'm a Gemini. Gemini. Are you? I'm a Gemini. Oh my
1: gosh. Okay. (laughs) I have lots to talk about
0: in this one. I have a Gemini stellium in my birth chart. Okay. Which is basically what is published in this Momentic catalogue that I have in front of us. Holy shit. And so when I opened this catalogue, when I started doing the research to sit down with you, mm. I was like, I am floored. Wow. My birth chart looks very, very similar really? to this astrological chart that is published mm. in the catalogue. And I was like,
1: huh, mm, what? Maybe you're my twin.
0: Maybe? Well, are you a Gemini?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, June I'm 13th, 19th. Oh, okay. You're a main Gemini. Mm-hmm. Well, when uh, I got this uh, translated, because it's about literacy, uh-huh. like in terms of, I don't study astrology, but I knew that in terms of, I mean, Gemini is so crazy <laughs> because it's a, this is the third iteration of it. I've been okay. working on this project since 2020 during COVID where everything went online and I started to really, I think we were so isolated during that time. And sort of I use myself as sort of my own muse at the time. Mm. And I think fundamentally, you know, this piece is about acknowledging your existence, mm. right? We're all born at a certain time, in a certain moment, in a certain lifetime. In a and, certain place. In a certain place. And to me, all of that is intelligently designed. Mm. And this is one thing that, you know, impacts of colonization has told us that we're, we're worthless. We're, we don't have power. Um, all these negative belief systems, mm. mindsets, and that was something that Gemini was really challenging. Mm. And it was about creating a sort of a counter story or counter um, counteractive narrative that mm. really is about assertion of my humanity. Is this your birth chart? Yeah. Oh, cool, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's something so intimate about I know. about showing that particular, It's because it's a snapshot mm. of what's in the sky exactly. at the moment that exactly. you left your mother's body. Exactly, You know, and it's like, for me, and I do study astrology.
1: Mm. For me, it's something that's
0: like, sometimes people are very superstitious about not letting other people see this particular okay. chart. Okay. And I think it's so brilliant. I, I was sitting with the idea mm. of an artist being that open about what was happening in the stars when right. they were born, and yeah. I'm like, that's actually really brilliant, right. but very vulnerable.
1: And we have to be able to. Uh, I believe like that's something that uh, we need to do. Mm. We have to be vulnerable with one another. Mm. You know, we have to share from an honest place, and presenting my myself like it's still done in our artistic way. There's still an artistic structure and motivation and all of that. Like I think through this lens as not like this personal story, but more so of like an artistic expression. And although it is personal, my hope is that um, it resonates or reverberates or it's like the pebble in the pond. It's like those rings. It's like Mm. when someone, you know when someone values themselves, Mm. it inspires you to value yourself. And so in Mm. acknowledging my existence, I can acknowledge yours. Mm. And I think at the basis, this is what this work is talking about. Talks, talk about twins because mm-hmm. that's our uh, astrological sign mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I was also looking at polarities, right? polarities and duality. And some of, sometimes that is a very limiting space. Mm. And so looking at the third space, it's like the neutralization, right? Things aren't good or bad, black right. or white. But there's like, how do we neutralize this po- polarization? It's important to have Uh contrast, it's important. Tensions. Tensions. However, you know, uh, I think the balance, Mm. you know, bringing back into balance.
0: There's something, there's a thread in your work, if I might be so bold, as to propose something interesting. I see a lot of multiplicity. Mm. Like, I think the more I sit with what I've read and seen about your work, the more I think about, like, very few things are ever allowed to be singular and one. Right.
1: right. There's
0: always refraction mm-hmm. or transformation or, f- or, or mimesis or reflection or something right. where there's, it feels like there's a real fascination mm. with things that are more than one at the same time. Oh, interesting. Does that feel like it resonates yeah. with you? Yeah.
1: And in the film, I kind of created it with that sort of uh, framework mm. of multidimensionality. Right. The way that I engage with different gestures, movements, it's very cathartic. Mm. You know, um, it has to be in the present moment. Right. And, and that's what I share in performance and dance. It's like you just have that moment and you have to be honest. Like you have to be honest. I'm mostly interested in spirituality and healing. Mm. I mean, I, I'm an artist, but like art heals. Art has the power to heal, to mm. shift. And you know, coming back into my community and doing this show, like, it's very important. Mm-hmm. It's very important for me to um, tell my people that they're powerful, mm-hmm. right? That they're powerful. That they have voice. That they matter. That I matter. You matter. Um, you know, in Chojage, there's a, a whole history of erasure.
0: So what does it feel like to be we're getting ready to do the one that happens in the middle of all the old port in Chokjage?
1: I think I think two things are happening. One, I'm like, is this urban going to distract from the work mm. or is it going to feed it? So that's the question. Um, and then the other part is like, oh my God, my family's watching, right? Is everybody coming? Like my family and people <laughs> I've ran into the computer. Like, yeah, I I'm love gonna it. Go, I'm going to go see you. And I'm like, oh my God, please don't. No, just kidding. Ah. But it's always easier to perform in front of strangers than it is, like, people that have known you a certain way. Totally. right? And I think everything is about honesty, vulnerability, knowing who you are, knowing where you're from, and then also allowing and permission to continue to evolve. Mm. The evolution part is so essential. You know, we talk about tradition as being something in the past, and we do that with about preservation, but Mm -hmm. it's more about evolution. Mm. Right. And then I thought about the twins, actually, with Gemini. I thought, who are they? Mm. Who are they? Mm. You know, and I was thinking about Siamese twins, actually, Mm. because I was thinking about Christ, they're stuck together. But one has a husband and uh, its own life. What does the other one do? Like, you know, and the other, like there's all these fascinating ways that I think Siamese twins have found their independence mm. and their agency and autonomy, even mm. by sticking so close to another person mm. who actually has their own identity as their own. So right. it's like about individuality, but also the collective, Yeah, right? Individuality and the collective when we become too individual and we focus too much on the nuclear family Uh we abandon our extended families you know and traditionally right we lived in longhouses with our cousins and our aunts and our uncles I mean we still see that in different contexts here Mm. in Kahnawake and with the collective you know you can abandon yourself in the collective as well if you don't know yourself you don't know what gifts you have you haven't grown in self-awareness you could get lost in the mm. collective and that could be scary too right and so a lot of my work fundamentally I think it's all about the psychology of the human being mm. I went back to school to do a second master's degree in 2014 to study clinical counseling because mm. I wanted to be an art therapist mm-hmm. and so you know bridging the art and the spirituality and the healing I think has been something that I've been doing for my whole life cool yeah
0: I have a question about. I, I, there's a really interesting through line mm-hmm. in this momento biennial mm-hmm. around lyrics, singing, poetry, the parole of songs mm-hmm. and I think that I would love to know more about the soundtrack of your mm-hmm. film because I think it's it's so interesting I think when dancers come to film yeah because film is the, it, there's so many things in common right there's right. there's the time elements mm-hmm. there's music there's mm-hmm. sound there's the presence of, of life right in yeah. the same way that a performance has yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and you your, your your soundtrack is in english and french and in... i know
1: with the new iteration you know it's a lot of sound is about capturing nature mm-hmm. so in the one that's going to be at optica gemini at optica we kept as much of the natural sounds in the film as possible. Mm. And then what's really great is I'm very collaborative in the way that I work. Mm. So actually there's people that are like, they assert or put their two cents in around sound and song. Cool. And for Sturgeon Woman Rising, this is the first time I hired a a sound composer. Um, Yeah, because I- So that plays as you perform? Exactly. Because that's what I struggled with with the first iteration, with uh, Alanis Obama's win, and all, I was like, they're, all, they're not my work. Mm. And with dance, it, it, it becomes this thing of, you need to, well, I just need to like research all of this music. I don't have time for that, right? It's like the work is original, the sound has to be original. Mm. So even from 2020 to 2023, uh, it's taken me about three years to finally found a, a sound composer and for Sturgeon Woman Rising, it's a, it's a, and it's an original soundtrack that cool. was created Congrats. for that. And, it, and it's just so beautiful. I'm working with uh, Emilio Portal. We did our master's degree together at University of Victoria. And yeah, collaboration, right? Nice. The costume design, collaboration, the sound design, collaboration. And so it's that balance of the individual and the collective.
0: I have, um, I have a game okay, a to game? give you. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> one of the, one of the things that I'm trying to like tie the, mm. the episodes together is I think of a word game for every artist okay. and each one is a little different because of their practices. Right. And for this, for, for um, a couple of the artists I've started doing like word association mm. or favorite words. Okay. So I propose. Two words and you tell me which one most resonates with you okay. right now. Okay. Um and yeah, I was just sitting with like sitting with this beautiful text around your work and sitting mm. with some of the themes and also sitting with the day today because mm. it's such a beautiful high summer.
1: Yeah, you know, like late summer. Late summer. Oh my this god, this is late, late fullness. pushing us hard. And, I know, fullness
0: yeah. of summer. Like, and I think before I we start. Uh, I would love if you could just describe for our listeners where we are visually. Mm. Like, if you could look around and describe all the things.
1: Just, I think, emotion. Mm. Emotion, grief, sadness, uh, remembering, Mm. um, love. Mm. Uh, I rode my bike like I grew up here, Mm. you know, and... uh, there's so many memories from this place. and mm-hmm. shaped who I am. And uh, it's always hard to leave. And uh, you know, these trees have ha- like, I used to watch this water for hours because I used to work here when I was a teenager. I and hear every, the paddling Yes, book. summer after summer after summer. I come from a canoe uh, family. Cool. And uh, I was so young back then. Mm. You know, and so it's like memory the trees holding, the sturgeon holding, the water holding, Mm. the grass holding like we're held, held, holding, release, pressure, Mm. tension, uh, fear, Mm. love, displacement, belonging, um, grounding, um, flighting up. Spiraling up, losing control, mm. um, faltering, ascending, descending, and compassion. Mm. Because it all has to be held with compassion. Mm. There's so many complexities in this community, so many complexities. And that's something that is a word that I'm going to take with me today is mm. like to be compassionate. Mm to self, to others, and uh, to know that this place, Gahnawage, it's a spiritual canopy. You know, as soon as you cross the Mercier Bridge, it's like, it's a spiritual canopy, you know, that's been protected through sometimes laws and policies that seem unfair and unjust and community politics. However, this place is the most special place to me. You know, it's. I love wage. Yeah. I love Ganawage, and that's where Gemini comes from because I was born here, and that's where Sturgeon Woman comes from. Mm. Is here, too. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I um, I want to describe visually where we are too. We're at mm-hmm. the edge of the water. There's a couple of canoe docks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a couple of meters away. We're in the shade on a very hot day with some wispy white clouds mm-hmm. off in the distance over the river. And there's the town beach across the way, and a late afternoon sun that's like really casting, mm. casting like a, a real bright twinkle onto the onto the water as it as mm. the wind picks up from the west,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's almost if I was to describe this visually, I would also say there's a real brightness, there's sort of a hazy brightness mm. to the day, like that mm-hmm. feels like almost a quintessential late summer sort of dog day like
1: mm-hmm.
0: almost for me lethargy of the day you know those Ooh. late summer days when you can't really get yourself moving too fast
1: you know so, yeah.
0: all right i'm gonna say two words and you tell me which one okay resonates more bush constellation.
1: constellation
0: constellation or astrolab
1: Constellation.
0: Constellation or glacier? Constellation. Oh. Constellation or ice cream.
1: Constellation.
0: Constellation or cosmos.
1: Constellation.
0: Constellation or leather?
1: Constellation. Constellation or
0: flip flops? Constellation. Constellation or clarity?
1: Clarity.
0: Clarity or haze? Haze haze, or a nap?
1: Definitely a nap. So <laughs> I'm heading right after this. No, I'm gonna go jump into quarry.
0: Oh, lucky. Yeah. Now for crystalline.
1: Crystalline.
0: It's so fun to say, crystalline.
1: Crystalline.
0: Just saying I was like, ooh. Mm. I just did, the, I wrote these down without saying them, but I was like, ooh. <laughs> crystalline or forever? Forever. Lindsay de Rome, thank mm-hmm. you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for being with us.
1: It's a real treat to sit and talk about my work in the community of which I was born and have come back to. So.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast presented by Momenta, Binal de l'Image. The present edition, guest curated by Ji Yun Han, is entitled Masquerades, Drawn to Metamorphosis. Join me, Montreal artist and filmmaker Jamie Ross, for more episodes released weekly throughout the run of the Biennale. We have some really cool artists this year. This podcast was produced by Virage sonore and the biennial runs in galleries and museums in Jogjoghe, Munyang, Montreal, from the 7th of September to October 22nd, 2023, on unceded Ganyakahaga territory. Thanks for listening.